Hello, everybody, and welcome to 30 Minute Thrive, your go-to podcast for anything and everything HR, powered by MRA, the Management Association. Looking to stay on top of the ever-changing world of HR? MRA has got you covered. We'll be the first to tell you what's hot and what's not. I'm your host, Sophie Voller, and we are so glad you're here. Now it's time to thrive. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode. So in an earlier, very popular podcast, we talked about employee engagement, the employee engagement equation with our employee engagement survey director, Christy Hazy. And at the end of that podcast, I asked Christy for one piece of advice for employers to find the right balance of engagement. So Christy recommended that leaders start at the beginning of the process by defining expectations and goals of positions in order to measure employee performance effectively, and be a better coach. So we kind of want to expand on employee engagement a bit more today and go deeper into this important topic by focusing on what truly matters most to employees. So we're going to look at two key factors that drive engagement for employees and discuss employers' and employees' actions for engagement. So just to recap a little bit, Christy, what does employee engagement really mean? Well, Sophie, first of all, thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Um, Employee engagement, as we talked about in the first podcast, is the extent to which employees are invested in the organization. And when I say invested, I really mean to what degree do they identify with the organization they're in, uh, see themselves as part of the organization, and therefore part of the success so when the organization does well or the department does well, hey, you know, that, you know, I contributed to that. Yeah. And likewise, when it is not going well, they too feel the pain. Mm-hmm. So they're really a part of the organization. Mm-hmm, for sure. So based on what employee engagement means, why is this important to an organization? It's important um, for both the employee and the employer for the organization highly engaged employees are the innovators, the um, contributors for change. They solve problems. They move your organization forward. So they have a lot of momentum. And even in roles that may not require a lot of innovation, engaged employees are great at executing the mission. Mm -hmm. So if you have people that are really plugged in, they're performing well for you. For employees, as we talked about last time, it's also important, employee engagement is, because it, it, if you're working for years on end, uh, if you're engaged, you tend to f- find your work valuable and you feel valued doing so. So it's a, a healthier way to work as opposed to really just dreading going to work. Absolutely. So now we've talked about the what and the why. So let's look at the how now. So how do you measure engagement? Um, we talked about this a lot last time. And the the easiest way for an organization overall is to administer a survey. And we talked a little bit about it's important to really create your definition of engagement and, and design questions that are measuring that particular uh, definition. Mm-hmm. So for example, MRA, we talk about the degree to which you're invested, but if an organization really considers engagement as being happy, then they're going to need to have a survey that is measuring that. The other ways, though, besides a survey, 
to measure engagement is to watch and listen to people. And that is really the role of a leader to observe how their employees are performing. Do they seem interested? Are they passionate? Do they have high expectations? You know, we show our levels of engagement day to day. So the those are the qualitative measures, mm-hmm. but they are just as important or even more important than the quantitative. Yeah, I like that last point. And watching your employees when they don't know they're being watched because then they're acting their most natural selves and it's not a pre, I don't know, like pre-thought about um, survey that they're answering the questions for. They're just acting how they would at work. Yeah. It's best time to observe them. It's very true. And I know that might sound a little creepy, <laughs> but it's really not. Maybe because, I shouldn't have said one. <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. I mean, that is one of the most rewarding things for me is when you're watching people working mm-hmm. and you're kind of listening, you know, and we're in an open office environment. So, um, not to make this even more creepy, but I listen to it all the time. Right. You can hear when people are really working together to solve a problem. I just, I was just in my own team and I observed them huddled around together working on um, a problem for a survey. They were trying to resolve a scenario Mm -hmm. and they were really passionate about it. Yeah. And to me, that is uh, so rewarding to see mm-hmm. because you can tell they're all in yeah as opposed to that same problem could exist if they didn't care they'd just be like you know what just let's just write this and move on right. so it's a great point that you made because you really can uh observe engagement when people don't know yeah uh, they're just in their day exactly yeah that was a great example so in our last podcast you talked about how the employer must help engage the employee by sharing the mission and purpose of their role. Mm -hmm. So are there other key factors that significantly impact employee engagement besides that? Yes. Staying with that leader and employee relationship, uh, a key component is coaching along the way. So the leader, once they have um, established what the mission is and the importance of the role, uh, to give feedback on what the employee is doing well, to give feedback on what they are not doing well, and to say, here's the alternative. You know, if 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 this is if you're not performing well here, this is what I'd like to see you do differently. So that holistic feedback, mm-hmm. uh, giving that frequently is important. It doesn't have to be a formal thing, but just conversations here and there uh, are key to making an employee feel visible and valued. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So you also shared some research with us while we were prepping for the episode that was very interesting. So that is that 75% of employees don't want to quit, but they also do not see a path forward with their current employer. So any comments on this or anything employers can do to kind of change that? that? (laughs) Yes, please. I mean, I have to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to come back is when I read that article, I was just, I was kind of heartbroken. <laughs> 75% of employ- of employees don't want to leave. And, you know, just to, to be accurate here, mm-hmm. um, only 48% of employees see a path for advancement in their company. So 
when we think about employee engagement and one of the things that is important for people to stay with a company and to stay engaged in the company is the ability to grow in that company, um, whether it's within the current job that they have to be able to pick up new skills, to learn new things for that role, or maybe employees desire to move into different roles mm -hmm. in an organization, whether it's across or up. Uh, that ability to grow is what really keeps us where we are. And so 48% of respondents to that particular survey said, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. And so that lets me know right away, you know, people are now looking at their alternatives. Meanwhile, at MRA, our engagement surveys that we administer for our members, the desire to develop, to have those development opportunities, that continues over the past 10 years mm -hmm. to be one of the top requests. So it's it's not going away. Right. Um, it's just really stark to see that um, your employees are looking. If they can't see an opportunity to grow, they are already looking around for their alternatives. Mm -hmm. Kind of going off of that, the research also suggested another stat that two-thirds of employees believe their performance process is a waste of time. So while employers are using this performance process as a measure, the employees no longer really trust that process. So what can employers do to address this concern? This is also such a painful topic. I've been in HR for a long time now. And as, as an HR manager and an HR business partner, that was a, a top pain point um, even before I came to MRA in my current role. The performance management process has, is always a controversial process. And if there's one thing that I think we could do better in any organization that we're in is to focus less on the form what the, the form that you have to complete or the process of getting it submitted and focus more on the content and the conversation and to prepare that discussion. Mm -hmm. I think that um, when we talked about 48% don't see a way forward in the company and 75% of those who responded don't want to leave their company, I think one of the missing communication pieces is that as leaders, we are not preparing for the conversation with the employee. We're not thinking about the role that they're in and, and asking really good questions of what do you need in this role? Um, where do you see the role going next? And I think that uh, if we really thought about what we're asking an employee to do in a position and had a conversation around that, just a conversation, you could document it later, I think a lot of that would would make the the content more real and more useful for both employee and employer. Yeah, that's a great point. I feel like a lot of employees sometimes are just caught up in I got to get this worksheet done and I got to submit my progress report. <laughs> but a lot of people don't have just those sit down conversations that yeah. that's what really matters the most, not filling out the form correctly or like yes. you said. I never uh, thought about this until I started uh, administering engagement surveys. But, you know, when I, when I was an HR manager, I thought everybody dreaded the process in terms of 
getting the feedback. Mm-hmm. One of the surprising things for me is over the past 10 years, there will be times, it doesn't happen in every organization's survey, but there are frequent times when employees will say, could I please have a performance review? And I'm shocked by that. Oh, people really want them. But yes, they do because they are interested in the company. Mm-hmm. They signed on. They found the work interesting to some degree. They want to do a good job. And when they're not getting a performance conversation, when they're not talking with their leader, it makes them feel less visible and less important. And so it's a, a very refreshing point of view um, for me yeah. to see that people really do want to have those conversations. So have the conversation, worry about the form afterwards. Yeah. Kind of on that note, what what is it that employees really want too? What what matters most to them? Uh, well, I know we are complicated as human beings. And so I, I can't say that there is one thing, but um, I would say when it comes to working, provided that the pay and benefits are sufficient, uh, you know, we all would like more th- more pay, more benefits. But if it's enough, uh, if, if, we're, if we're making enough and if the culture is good, then I think the next thing for most of us as employees is to feel like that we are making a difference. Mm-hmm. And so if if we as employees are not getting that, because if I think about our first conversation around this, we talked about the employer and the employee side of the mm-hmm. equation. If If you're an employee and you feel like you are not getting the feedback that you need or you don't understand your role, I would want you to ask ask for feedback, don't wait. Uh, But for the employer's side, I really would want you to lead that discussion. Um, Ideally, this is sort of like a dance. The leader leads. uh, But in the absence of that, I do want the employee to speak up and get an understanding of what's the purpose of the role, Mm -hmm. how am I doing, and where can I go next? Mm -hmm. And still kind of looking at the employer side then, how can they help guide employees through the development process. We talked about this a little bit at the end of the last podcast, but we didn't really flesh it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned then that a leader needs to understand how, or well, first they need to understand what the positions are that are reporting into them. What's the purpose of those roles? What do they do? So the leader doesn't need to be competent in doing them. It would be great if they have had some experience, but to really be strategic about, okay, for the next 12 months, for this particular title that I'm leading, this is what I'm going to need. So they they need to then be able to say, oh, here are the skills that are going to be required. Mm-hmm. Um, how are my uh, how are my direct reports performing relative to what is needed? Mm-hmm. What do I need to give them? So to really think about the architecture of the organization that they're managing and then evaluate the talent, what they see from their direct reports and also asking, what do you think you need in the role? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times as a leader, you might think that a person is performing really well, but from their perspective, they may find really don't have the skill to do this. Or if I had this skill, if I knew how to do this, I could save so much time. It's a good point. 
And so those types of conversations, you know, how are you feeling in this role? What do you think you need? What would you like to learn? Yeah. Um, what do you think could be improved? You're asking the employee to give their input, and then the two of you can set your your performance goals and development goals for the upcoming year. And it's a much more collaborative conversation. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. So wrapping up here, unfortunately, you mentioned this in our last episode, but engagement falls on both the employer and the employee. So what can or should the employee do here as well to increase their engagement? Pursue. If I could think of one word for the uh, employer side, it's intentional. For the employee, it's pursue. Remember that there was some reason that landed you in this particular organization that you're in and in this particular position that you're in. And you are important in that role. Mm. Uh, so I think a lot of times individuals don't realize the impact they have on an organization. And I would want each employee to pursue getting what they need in order to be successful in their role. So pursue. Great ending, Christy. Always on great. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast today and sharing your expertise again on employee engagement. It's a very popular topic, so we're glad you could be here again. But to our listeners, if you liked our chat and topic today, um, I would encourage you to share this episode, like, comment, give it a review, and consider joining MRA if you aren't a member already. We have all the resources you need in the show notes below. And we also have Christy's LinkedIn profile and bio if you'd like to get in touch with her. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in again, and thank you, Christy, for being on the podcast. My pleasure. And that wraps up our content for this episode. Be sure to reference the show notes where you can sign up to connect for more podcast updates. Check out other MRA episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, make sure to follow MRA's 30-Minute Thrive so you don't miss out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next Wednesday to carry on the HR conversation.